Welcome to the Rain Podcast, where we empower women to understand what it looks like to be a disciple of Jesus. I'm Melissa. And I'm Abby. We are your hosts. We love talking about what it means to experience clarity on your God-given mission. We hope to be an encouragement to you along your journey of what it means to reign as a strong disciple of the King in a world that is at war against what we believe. We want to walk alongside you and guide you in your day-to-day life as you experience every adventure and mission God has for you. And welcome back to the first episode of our November series that is all about falling in love with God's Word. So last month we talked about what it means to reign in the life God has given you. Now we are so excited for this month where we want to help you guys discover the importance of reading God's Word daily. Hey everyone. Uh, It truly is amazing that God even desires a relationship with us, let alone a daily close relationship. There are so many ways we can choose to live this life that we've been given, and I want to take some time today to share some passages that have been an anchor to me in my pursuit of having a daily time with God as I navigate through this life. Um, Just having a, a walk with Him, we can say we have a relationship with Him, but it's until we really, on a daily basis, get into reading His Word and talking with Him, does that relationship begin to grow. I think often of uh, just early stages of dating relationships and how when you're thinking about that person, you're thinking how you can spend time with them, you're texting, you're calling, Snapchat. Completely covers all your thoughts. (laughs) Yes. Daily, that's really all you think about. Really nothing else matters. Yeah. (laughs) And so I've always tried to like think about that, but then... I want that same delight, that same desire, that same longing to be in my walk with God even even more. Like he's yeah. my creator, he's my father, he mm-hmm. is my friend, but he's also the one that um, leads us and guides us and protects us. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes we have to also just do the work to to create that desire and that delight because I know there was times in my life when I was younger that... I knew I wanted to have a walk with him, but I didn't really like desire it very deeply. And um, so here I'm just going to share some of the passages that showed me just the value of being in God's word daily. Um, if you guys, if you have your Bibles, um, but the, the passage is Psalms chapter 1, starting in verse 1. It says, Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all that they do. I've always loved that picture of... Um, I, I've pictured a landscape of a desert or a time when there's a drought, but if you could picture a river running through the desert and if a tree is planted out in the middle of nowhere, it's going to be dry and cracked and breakable. Mm -hmm. Um, but if it's planted along the river, it can still run its roots deep down into the water. And even in a drought, it can be drinking in the water and being, full of life, even in hard times. And as anyone knows, going through life, we go through different seasons and some are joyful and, and calm and peaceful and just easy. 
but we all know it won't be long and uh, as seasons change, things will get hard. But that picture of, of seeing a tree planted with its roots going down deep into the water is the same as Psalms 1 says, that they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. Not, you know, a couple times a month, not just on Sundays when yeah. we go to church, but meditating on it day and night, thinking about it, kind of like I picture my mind marinating in it, mm-hmm. you know, just being soaked in deeply so that when those hard times come, we're not dry and brittle and empty and depleted, but we can, when the hard winds come, we can go with the winds and not be broken. And it also says that we, that those that are planted deep, they're, they're bearing fruit in each season. So we're not even just full of life and healthy, but we're also producing fruit even in, in hard times. Yeah. But that would just be Im- impossible on our own. <laughs> a question to ask yourself is where do you build your house? There's another parable in the Bible where it talks about how Jesus built his house. There's a, there was a person who built their house on the sand and I was a fool because when the waters came and where the wind came and everything trumped down on that house, the house went away because it was built on the sand. So that's like when people put their identity, when they put their worth, when they put all that they have into this world, this world is vanity. All of it's going to fade. And the mm. only thing that's going to last forever is God's word. That's the only thing that you should be building your house on. That's the only thing you should be building your life upon is God's word. Because that's where we're going to find the life that we need. That's where we're going to find the truth in anything that we're chasing after. Mm. So that's I just, really good. I just remember that and I was like, hey. Yeah, <laughs> that totally applies. I love that passage. I A funny story in our family. Um, my mom, when I was really little, she had walked by my bedroom and she heard me talking to my stuffed animals. <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Weirdo, nerdy little <laughs> Melissa has all her teddy bears set up for a Bible study. Oh, my gosh. I love it. <laughs> and as I'm teaching my little animals about God's word, yeah. I said, you must build your life on the rock. Because if you build it on the sand, when the waters come, it will wash it away. <laughs> That's so important to learn, even at a young age, is that if you put your trust, if you put everything that you have into this world, it's just going to keep letting you down constantly. Like the reason why people get so depressed, the reason why people have so much anxiety is because mm-hmm. they don't have a solid rock to stand upon. They don't have a solid anything to put their faith in. Their identity is found in something that's defined new every single week they're putting their identity in something that changes every single second that there's nothing that's last a long time or eternity because the only thing that that is is god Mm. that's the only thing that's lasting for eternity everything else all the popularity any type of fashion trends all of that fades away but the one thing that lasts forever is god and his word Mm. yeah yes uh there's a passage in matthew and it says but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And um, that that's really like our our number one goal is to just seek him, seek his righteousness first. And everything. I'm totally drawing a blank of the rest of the passage. I've had it memorized since I was little. Hey, that's the important part. <laughs> yes. Seek first the kingdom of God. And um, yeah, so another another passage that I think often on, because it's really easy to think, oh, maybe it's not that important. You know, I can talk to God as I go about the day. And yeah, we we most definitely can. It's the amazing thing, like followers of God before Jesus, they had to go to the temple uh, to make a sacrifice for their sins and they couldn't 
go into the Holy of Holies to talk with God. But because of Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit and we can talk to him on a daily basis, no matter where we are. We don't have to go to church for it. Mm -hmm. Um, But a passage that I love that reminds me of the importance of being in God's word daily, uh, making time to spend with him, is Mark chapter 1, verse 35. It says that, When Jesus woke early before daylight, he departed to a solitary uh, place to pray. And that passage just always reminds me that if Jesus, who is God, got up early, went to a solitary place to pray and spend time with the Father, if he knew it was priority, he did it first thing, he was Jesus who was God or is God. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should do it too. <laughs> There's got to be something that comes out of it. Uh-huh. I think we must take note that yeah. it, there has to be some value in it. And uh-huh. and and we know there really is yeah. value in, in just putting him first in the beginning of the day. Mm. Um, another passage that I uh, have really just reminded me of the value is Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 8 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. There's just so many different things that you could pull apart from this passage, but definitely seeking his will in all that I do. The only way to know the father's will is if we're spending time in his word, Mm -hmm. because his word is his love letter to us. And how do we get to know him without talking to him and reading his word? And um, I love verse seven. It says, don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Like it's so easy to think that I know what's best. Mm -hmm. And I've let myself down time and time again. But every time I've looked to him for for godly wisdom, for the wisdom of God's word over what I think is best with my pride. um, Oh, it's just just so peaceful. You know, sometimes it's definitely going to be the road less traveled and it's going to be harder when we seek his word. But his wisdom, every time there's that peace that passes all understanding, even when we go through hard times, his wisdom, the wisdom of God's word, it it just can't be found anywhere else. (laughs) Yeah, and I want to talk a little bit more about that pride. What I see that as is I see pride as a road stopper. I see pride as the one thing that stands in between you and doing the right thing is your pride because we all the time want to be right. We all the time want to be top dog. We all the time want to make sure it's our way. We want to make sure that the other person is suffering if they did something wrong to us. But think about how much better of a person you'll be if you ignore the roadblock and you just do what's right. We don't realize that pride is something that stops us in in our tracks from doing something that could change that person's life. If they see that one person reacting that way to what they do, that maybe they won't do it anymore. That that pride gets in the way of us living this fulfilled life where we are living like Jesus, where we are sacrificing our own pride because we want to be right. We want to do the right thing, but we give it up so that we can do it God's way. 
So mm, yeah, that's that is so good. That that pride gets in the way every time, mm-hmm. and it knocks us flat on our face. Yeah, every time. <laughs> uh, um. Oh yeah. So one more thing I wanted to share. Thanks, Abby, for pointing yeah. it out for me. Um, it's fun. Not acting like this is a perfect little podcast. Yeah. But like you guys are just sitting right here with us. We're laughing and yeah. talking and wish we were all sitting face to face with each other. Um, but one other great reminder is just to remember that being in a relationship with God is, it's a two-way street. Like God truly has done any, everything that we could never do to be able to be in right standing with him. And because of accepting Jesus as our personal savior, like we get to step into that holy of holies. We get to enter his presence and his presence is with us all the time. But, um, it's so easy to think that, all right, you know, I'm a, I'm a sinner. Um, I am a sinner. Yes, yes. but I'm saved. Yeah. <laughs> and okay, now I can just go back to my own old way of thinking, but to remember that it, it's, it's a two way, it's a, a co-laboring partnership. And that's where really the sweetness is in, in the relationship with him. And, uh, that God's, you know, he's not just, all right, you know, I've saved you. I'll see you in heaven, but like he, he wants to be with us daily, but we have to choose, are we going to make time for him? Are we going to, um, schedule our day so that we have time set aside to be with him and, uh, uh, to just remember that we, we also have a part to do. Like we have to choose when we're going to, uh, make time to be with the Lord and, um, invite other people to do it with us to have someone help hold us accountable yeah uh that and then that's when the relationship is so sweet because I mean if you could picture again like just the dating relationship scenario how it wouldn't be very fun if you're texting you're calling you're sending pictures you're trying to figure out how like when your next date would be but your boyfriend is yeah you know whenever Mm -hmm. no you know well, I'm kind of busy, uh, you know, not really responding and that just doesn't feel well. And so, yes, it's a very small scale, but, um, to just remember that like God has done everything so we could be together with him and, and like, it's, we have responsibility too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think it's really, really cool to think about, um, the relationship with God as a dating relationship. We're not saying in any way that you need to call God your boyfriend Uh and start like, yeah. No, no, that's not what we're trying to say at all. We're trying to say that that relationship that you have with God should be a two-way street. It shouldn't be just God always trying to come down to you. You shouldn't think that God is the one who's always going to be in your presence or he's going to be the one that leads you to start feeling the Holy Spirit. Like Relationships is a two-way street no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. A friendship, mm-hmm. a relationship like with a boyfriend, like whatever it is. With your family members. With everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not just oh, I'm going to just keep living my life, but this person is always going to have to come to me. God shouldn't always have to come to you. You should be able to go to him. Mm -hmm. So that's where I love that analogy between a dating relationship because if you are the one calling and texting them, it gets tiring. You get tired of it and you don't want to do it anymore. So Mm -hmm. it's so easy to think about that's all is going to be with God. He's always going to be here for me. He's always going to forgive my sins. But you need to remember that this is a two-way street. A relationship isn't just one person doing all the work. You need to put in some work too. So I also just wanted to share with you guys a verse that transformed my um, Bible reading and something that really just encouraged me to dig into my Bible more is Hebrews 4.12. 
And in that verse it says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joins and mar- joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attributes of the heart. So I love this so much because it helps me to realize that the word of God is living. It wasn't until I started reading my Bible that I really understood that the living word like actually means that it's legit living. Like this thing is alive. Like I don't know how to like explain it, but every single problem that I had in my life had an answer. Every single time that I was debating doing something, I knew my answer because it was stated in the in the word. That before I even experienced something in that day, God would show me in the word what to do and how to answer that situation the way that he would, the best way that he would. And another thing that I'm seeing is because I'm 19, I just turned 19, so I am going to start voting. Actually, I could have voted last year, so I, I shouldn't have done that, but I didn't. <laughs> it's a, okay. There was, it was smaller things, it's a, but smaller, it's the smaller. president. It's a, it's a president, kind of big. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there's so much, so many lies and things going around in the social media and just a whole bunch of places, and it's so hard to find that truth. But the one thing that this verse also helps me to see is that the Bible is the only place we're going to get this truth. We're not going to find it on Wikipedia. We're not going to find it on the dictionary. We're not going to find it from Susie, Telly Jane, like, hey, oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. Like the only place we are going to find it is the word. That's the only place where the truth lies. So I also just love that so much because it shows me that after all these places that people get their information, they'll get it from something else, but I get mine from the word. So I know that I'm grounded on the truth because I know that the one thing in this world that is true is the word mm. of God and all that he has to say for us and all that he has to offer us. Yeah, yeah. There's really um, just, you know, with the season that we're in right now, there are so much news and ideas, you know, are just around the season that we're yeah. in, you know, like you getting prepared and like praying about how to vote. Um, there, There's... There's truth out there and there's lies out there. And that is so true that the only way we can find the truth is just keeping our eyes fixed on him, mm-hmm. keeping our thoughts on him and reading his word because that every time he will lead us to truth. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that that's really very valid for a season that we're in. And it says that, you know, as, as years go on, the deception will rise. And even mm-hmm. within believers, there's people that are believing things that really aren't in God's word, even as a follower of Jesus. So I, I still, I want to always submit what my belief system is and make sure it's truly God's word because, you know, following him since I was little, but I know that there are still things that I have in my belief system that Mm. aren't in line with scripture. And I've seen that throughout the years. So it's hard because there's so much deception everywhere. Even like how you said, like it's even in church, like we're getting taught things that they're are told one way and then we go to the Bible and it says it the other. And it's so hard when it's our own church family that some things are happening to. So it's mm-hmm. just so important. And that's something that you should really like staple in your brain that no matter what is happening, no matter who's saying what, that the Bible is the only thing, only thing that is going to tell you the truth out of all of it. Mm-hmm. So to just wrap things up, we just wanted to talk about why is it, why the Bible is so important to each of us because we both like, like the Bible is our jam. Like the Bible is <laughs> where it's at. We love like reading it because he offers so much truth to us, so much understanding, so many things that he has to say to us. And it's the one thing that we have to connect from him. Like we have a whole Bible written for us with all these things and teachings and it's so good and I love it so much Mm -hmm. but I just wanted to say what it's important to me 
about like what I said earlier that I know that this is my truth. I know that no matter where I run to, no matter where I go to, no matter what who says what, I know that this is the truth. I know that every single teaching in here is from God and I know that he has to say the truth for me and over my life. So it's kind of short, but that's literally Yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's so good. Yeah, um sometimes I or I've heard an analogy once and I I just love this picture that when we go through our day it's like we're driving on the road at nighttime and at nighttime the bugs are really bad and they hit the windshield. Yeah. But it's the windshield wipers that like clean it off. We put on the spray, it cleans yeah. it off. And I think about that with like each 24 hours, each day that passes, I go through the world, you hear things that are from the culture, mm-hmm. you hear your own pride talking. And every time I get to just sit back in his presence and have my Bible on my lap and just seek his face and pray, he washes away those things that I've like, those bugs that I've gotten on my windshield through the yeah. day, the hurts that I've experienced. Um, he takes everything and he washes, like there's a passage in Ephesians that says that the husband's to wash his wife with the word. But really, the God, he is the groom, the church, we are the bride, and he washes us with his word on a daily basis. And so he invites us into that. He gives us that gift. He he. He sends us the invitation, and when when we choose to take it, it's just a beautiful thing that just it cleanses us, it yeah. renews us, and prepares us for the next day with no bugs on our windshield. <laughs> That's something really cool, too, is that, like, it's a choice. Like, following Jesus is a choice. Something really cool that God gave us is that he gave us options. He gave us the ability to choose the word mm-hmm. or to not choose the word. So you can choose to fill your day with that truth that he's going to offer you, or you can choose to fill it with the world's temptations and lies. You always have a choice every single day. So that's what's mm. so unique and so amazing about God's love is that we truly are in charge of what we do. We are in charge of like our actions. But God is also in charge of like our consequences of what happens to those. And we, whatever we do, the cause comes upon us no matter what. Like if you, what's an example of choosing? Mm. You can choose to eat fruits and vegetables yeah, you can and have the payoff from that <laughs> or you can choose to eat mcdonald's every day and you get the payoff from that uh-huh so yes. that's just the that's just the beauty of it is that you can choose to be filled up with god's word daily and have this living inside of you and have that knowledge or you can choose to fill it with things like we said like mcdonald's with this world's lies and deceptions and beliefs so it's really what are you filling up your day with mm-hmm. yeah i i love just that freedom that that God gave humanity. The very first words he said Mm -hmm. to Adam in the garden was, you are free. Mm -hmm. You are free to eat from any tree in the garden except for the tree of knowledge of good and evil. But like the first words he uttered to Adam was, you're free. Yeah. Free will, free choice. Mm -hmm. And so he doesn't, he's not a God sitting up there and like, you have to, you know. You better choose uh this. (laughs) Um, But... Oh, it's just so, so sweet to yeah. to just talk with him daily and mm-hmm. read his word. We yeah, love we love it. We love it. We love it. We live for it. Uh, well, thank you guys for taking the time again to just join us today. We have decided um, to switch to releasing two podcasts per month instead of the four. Uh, we just decided we wanted to have a little bit richer podcast, more on a consistent basis, and uh, just have more in-depth conversation 
So we always post when we do a podcast. We would love for you to comment on this week's podcast with uh, the social media and share maybe what stuck out to you. And if you do get a chance to just, uh, uh, what is it even called? Like, like us on the podcast mm-hmm. and, and rate us. and um, Very much so appreciate yep. it. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> and write a review. That's write it. Review. That would there be wonderful. So um, just praying that the Lord speaks to your heart through this and that whatever he highlights, uh, that you just take that next step and uh, accept that invitation that he has for you every day. All right, guys, have a great week. Bye.